Hey class, Brock JC here. Hope you had a great uh, 4th of July uh, celebration, 4th of July week, however you celebrate that. Um, I just hope it, it was a good week for you. Lots of sun, lots of family, lots of good food. I hope it worked out for you. We're back in the saddle again. And this week we're going to talk about the 10 leadership qualities of great leaders. The 10 qualities, the 10 leadership qualities of great leaders. I'm getting this from Southern New Hampshire University. And uh, now, if you think you just go to the website and download these and write them out, I got news for you. Okay, so we're gonna we're, we're gonna switch some stuff up in here. Okay, you got to listen to these. I'm gonna add some questions inside of the podcast. Okay, so they're not all gonna be at the end, right? Because I know you can just go find this and write them all out and fast forward to the end and get your questions. So I'm gonna add some some questions inside of here. Okay, but let's walk through this a little bit. First, I want to talk about from the article here, why does good leadership matter? Now, right, so you're in a an MBA program, you're in a leadership program. Why? Because my guess is you want to manage well, you want to build great companies, you want to build great people, okay? Leadership is key. Now, obviously, I'm very passionate about this. Uh, it's what I study. It's 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 what I do is, is, is leadership development. I'm passionate about great leaders like yourself. Uh, so let's talk about this. Why does good leadership matter? Even before the great resignation of the COVID-19 pandemic, bad leaders cost their organizations in terms of reduced productivity and employee turnover. That's the key right there. When you've got bad leaders, that means you've got reduced productivity. You've got employee turnover. You don't want those things. You want productive, you know, productivity to be high and you want your employees to stick around, right? You want to retain great employees. For example, it's estimated that poor leadership reduces team member pro- productivity by up to 7%, according to the plan, uh, the Ken Blanchard companies. Additionally, bad leaders also cost organizations by increasing the potential for employees to become burned out. Gallup research suggests that in June 2021, 74% of employees said they sometimes experienced burnout at the job, and burned out employees are 23% more likely to visit the emergency room. Interesting. Okay. A 2021 report by the Predictive in- Index also found that 63% of employers uh, with bad employees were considering leaving their job with a bad manager within the year. Okay. So now here's the first question I want you to answer. First question I want you to answer How many, uh, based on 2020, uh, 20, excuse me, 2021? Sorry about that. What percentage of employees would say uh, that they've experienced burnout in the job? Just write the answer in there. Okay, so that's the first number. One, okay, now all of this is the reason why leadership matters. Okay, and it goes on to read here: the human cost of bad leadership are just as bad and include low employee morale and decreased job satisfaction. In other words, bad leaders are the difference between a job you love and a job you might lead. There's a great saying out there. People do not leave bad companies, they leave bad managers, okay? Or maybe a better way to say it is people don't leave companies, they leave managers, okay? Uh, people definitely leave bad companies, but the saying is people don't leave companies, they leave managers. And, and 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 if you think about it, that's typically how it works out. Most people, if they get hired at a job or an organization, they've seen enough in that company to say, I'll, 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 I'll stick around here unless it's one of those jobs that you get when you're trying to get through college or something like that. Like I waited tables. I, I wasn't planning on doing that forever. Um, 
not there's anything wrong with waiting tables. And I really enjoyed my job. I loved my job there. And I thought of, I thought I was going to go into the restaurant business, but life had a, you know, had a way of taking me in a different direction. But what I'm saying is this, most people get into a job and they're willing to stay if that job is willing to invest in them. Okay. Uh, but, but, but if you have a poor manager, poor leader, you know, that's when you're going to see a lot of turnover. On the other hand, good leaders may bring uh, or bring many benefits to their teams and entire organizations like increased profit. Okay. So all you money people out there who say, I don't, I can't stand doing this self, you know, this self-reflection prop JC. I just want to make money. Well, it's how you make money. You got to take care of your people. Okay. So increased profit customer satisfaction and employee retention. So everything you want in order to make a great company, profits up, customer satisfaction up, employee retention up, people stick around for the long term. That's what you want. So here are the um, here are the 10 leadership qualities of great leaders. Now, before we get to that, I want you to answer your second question, which is this. I just want you to list them off, all three, okay? Um, what do good leaders bring to their teams and to the entire organization. We just mentioned them. If you need to rewind it back and listen to those one more time. Okay, so let's get to the top 10 leadership qualities of great leaders. Number one is this, they possess self-awareness. One of the most important qualities of a good leader is self-awareness. The leader needs to be constantly aware of how they're acting, what they're saying, and what message their non-verbal communication is sending. Although they may not always realize it, team members can constantly observe leaders and model their actions and reactions by how they see the leader react. This is one I had to learn the hard way. I I, I think today I'm pretty self-aware, um, and I think I've been self-aware for a while now, but there were times in my early years uh, I tend to get frustrated. I'm I'm pretty tough on myself. Um I can be tough on the people who are around me, who are closest to me. Um, and I remember back in the military, I didn't quite understand this, but I would get frustrated with something and you could see it all over my face. You could see it. all. And, and at the time I was a team leader and I had a pretty large team. And, um, and I remember I had a sergeant had to pull me aside and say, Hey, you know, uh, Prater is what I went by you know, and say, Hey, Prater, when you act like that, okay. Uh, and you just throw your little temper tantrum or whatever about something that somebody did, right? Uh, the whole team sees it, okay? And you're impacting the entire – I don't know if you use the word culture, but you're impacting the entire culture of that team. You're impacting the entire team and how they behave and how they act. And you're empowering them on how they can respond, right, in situations. And that was a lesson. And that, that took me a few years to get because they, there would still be times that I would get frustrated and I would do it in in – in ways that were kind of inappropriate. And by that, I mean, I would do it in front of other people and I would, uh, you know, express that. And so I had to learn that the hard way. Um, but the reality is, is our people are consistently watching us. And so if they see us react in certain ways, they're going to follow that. Um, you know, they're going to follow that same model there. So it's important that we understand that we're self-aware. What do we bring to the room? What does our energy bring to the room? Do we understand that? Uh, number two is this, the ability to garner credibility. Okay. The ability to garner credibility. Uh, research by James M. Kuzis and Barry Z. Posner suggests that credibility or the ability to be trusted. In my other class, we talked about that this week, about how important trust is for the building of the organization or the team. So the ability to be trusted is one of the most important characteristics of a good leader. Leaders gain credibility and team members trust by doing what they say they will do 
holding themselves accountable for their words and actions and putting the needs of the team before their own. Gallup reports that employees who don't trust their leaders are more likely to leave the organization than those at organizations with high trust call, uh, uh, high trust culture, making credibility one of the most important leadership qualities. When leaders are not credible, team members, team members are not likely to trust them. Okay. Let's go to number three, focus on relationship building. Early management researchers assume that the most important element of the workplace was the work itself. They conducted studies and developed systems meant to increase employee productivity, but the little to address the human elements of employees. Contemporary leadership theories take a more holistic approach to the workplace and include the human elements of employees, including their need to form relationships with team members. As human beings, employees are not able to bring uh, only the part of them that does uh, that that does the work of their organizations that bring their entire selves. That that that's what we see today. Now, when you talk to your parents, your grandparents, it was a whole different thing. I, I get up, I go to work, no matter what. I'm there to get the job done, and I uh, show up no matter what. If I'm sick, if I'm unhealthy, if I don't feel good, feelings don't matter. I show up and I get the work done, and my feelings and my work have nothing to do uh, with each other. They're two completely separate things. My feelings don't matter and your feelings don't matter at work. It's about getting the work done, boy, right? And I remember, I mean, I had a, I had a dad like that. You know, his biggest motto in life was listen and do what you're told, right? Now, that, that's a good corporate mindset if you go into the corporation. I never followed that. And that's, uh, you know, that's why I could never land in corporate work. Um, but that's not bad advice if you want to go into the corporation. But that was his mindset. You just show up, you do the work, son. You listen and you do what you're told, right? That's not how it is today. People come to work with their full selves, with who they are, and they expect um, they expect the 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 organization to give back and to help empower them. Okay, uh, so they bring their entire selves, which is why leaders need to be excellent relationship builders in all areas of the organization. Okay, and number four is this. When we look at great leadership qualities, okay, they have a bias for action. Okay, it's not about talking, it's about action. There are some leaders who talk a good game but never do anything other than talk. Good leaders are those who talk about what needs to happen and then do something about it or have a bias for action. So that just that just basically means you get the job done. You're not just talking around all the time, you're not talking theory and stuff. You're getting in there and you're getting a job. People want to see their leaders get the job done. Number five is this exhibit humility. Exhibit humility. Humility is a word that is easily misunderstood. Individuals who have humility tend not to to be overly proud of their work and accomplishments and do not believe that they are better than other people. In other words, humility is not thinking less of yourselves, but thinking of ourselves less and of other people more. I've said this millions of times. I don't know if I've said it a million times in this class, but this is something I, I repeat often. Humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. I just got off the call with a future student. Um, who's going to be in our leadership programs here at Point Loma. Very impressed with this uh, young leader. And, and I asked the question, you know, tell me about, uh, or she was, she was, she was talking about her journey to, um, she was talking about her most recent journey uh, to, to leading a project and which led her down this path of, Hey, I think I want to be a leader. I think I want to, I think I want to study this. I think I want to get better at this. 
And and so I just kind of asked her about that. And her words to me were just music to my ear. She said, doing that project helped me understand that leadership is not about ourselves. And then she went on to say that what gets people in trouble, what gets, you know, what gets most leaders in trouble is that we're that, that we think about ourselves, right? We get nervous about the project. We get nervous about how we have to present something. We get nervous about um, how we have to lead a team. We get nervous about the awkward conversation. Why? Because we're thinking about ourselves. And that's what gets us in trouble every single time. When we put the mission first, it's about the vision, the mission, whatever that is, and you do whatever it takes to achieve that mission. That's what humility is. You're not thinking about your own self right? Humility, I think, leads us to courage. It leads us to be more quiet. It leads us to speak up when we need to. It leads us to, um, you know, to make the sales call when we don't want to make the sales call. It leads us to have the tough conversation. Humility does all of that because we're saying it's not about me. It's about the mission of the organization. So they exhibit humility. Now, this is your next question, okay? And I want you to think about this as a reflection, you know, question. When you think about your own leadership, how much attention are you giving to the needs and the accomplishments of other people? When you think about your own leadership, how much attention are you giving to the needs and the accomplishments of your own people? I want you to write that down. That's going to be a question I want you to answer. Okay. And remember, I'm not putting the questions at the end because you could find this article online and just go back. And so I'm, I'm making sure I bake these questions inside of it. Okay. And number six is this, and I love this one. It's one of my favorite ones. Empower the team. A leader who empowers others unleashes their ability. Again, we're not thinking about ourselves. We're thinking about the team, the organization, the vision, the mission, the purpose. They unleash their ability to act on behalf of their area of work or expertise and provides them with an opportunity to grow and improve. When a leader empowers a team member, they give them a list of set of, or, or they give them a set of guidelines to work in and then leave them alone to do their work. Okay, and I always tell people if you want to empower, tell people what the vision is. You know, communicate that that you know the purpose. They got to know what the purpose is. Communicate what the vision is. Okay, here's here's where it goes, and here's why it's doing this. Because within the larger company, here's what it looks like. Then you walk away and you leave that person alone. So you empower the team. I want to ask you your next question for our video podcast today. Okay, who are you empowering either outside of work? either in or outside of work? Who are you empowering, either inside or outside of work? Who can make decisions without checking with you first? Just list off the names. I want you to think about that. Are you empowering anybody today? Okay. In your leadership role, are you empowering people or is it all about you? Are you micromanaging? I want you to think about that. Number seven, stay authentic, right? Great leaders, another great quality of great leaders, they stay authentic. Authenticity is acting in a way that represents who we truly are rather than acting like someone else. Leaders who act often, uh, authentically show their true selves to their team members. And over time, members come to rely on acting in certain ways, rely on the leader acting in certain ways. This kind of goes back to consistency. You just show up with who you are. Some days you're going to have bad days. Some days you're going to have good days. Um, and when you show up authentically, you don't have to put on a mask, right? You don't have to walk in every day and try to be captain, you know, captain boss person, right? You know, captain bossy pants, right? You don't have to do that because you're showing up and you're, you're, you know, you're authentic to who you are. So your people might say, okay, hey, stay out of stay out of JC's way today. He's a little bit grumpy. Or hey, you know, JC's in a good, you know, good mood. You might want to get in there and ask for, you know, the extra money you need for your project or whatever it might be, ask for that day off or whatever. But just be authentic. Now that doesn't mean being rude and all that kind of stuff, but just be authentic to who you are, right? If 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 something's troubling you, talk about that something is troubling you and why it might be troubling you. Okay. Uh, 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 number eight, and it kind of goes into what we just talked about. 
pr present yourself as constant and consistent. And, and I don't think you should present yourself. You just need to be that. Be constant, be consistent. That's what leaders are looking for. I want to give you a key here. I've studied leadership for a long time. Here's what I have found with the greatest of leaders, why people trust them, because they present themselves as what people want to see in their father or in their mother. Okay, now you may you you may laugh at that, you may joke, but I, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about the greatest leaders you've had. Probably there was something. If it was a male, it was something that was probably fatherly, or you know something. They they exuded that kind of um, that energy that shows that they're a protector. They're not there to use you. Okay, so again, that fatherly, or if it's a female, some kind of a, a motherly. I'm not saying they're going in and you know picking you up, scooping you up, and you know patting you on the forehead and giving you a kiss you know I mean, i'm not saying anything about it. i'm not saying anything about that what i'm saying is they give off the energy of what a good parent would be the kind of parent we want for the kind of parent who's always looking out for us They're the kind of parent who is constant who is consistent always shows up i i don't have to question them the the kind of parent that you're not worried about am i going to find something you know in their you know in their uh in their actions. If I walk behind that closed door by there, you know, uh, am I going to see a different person than the person who reveals themselves out there, right? So it's that idea of when we come to the workplace, if you're male, bring that father energy. If you don't have kids yet, you know, read some books about it. How do I bring that father energy that, and, and really the mindset is just one of protection. I'm here for the purpose, the vision, the mission, and I'm here to protect all of you, to, to, to love all of you in a very appropriate professional way, which means I'm seeking your highest good. Okay. And I'm, I'm here to serve every single one of you. That's what it means. Okay. Uh, and the same for a woman, right? It's that same mindset. I'm here. It's not about me. It's about you. It's about the other people. It's about the mission. It's about empowering other people. So present yourself as constant and consistent. And here's what it says. Good communication is key in a work environment. And that is so true. Get 18% of employers find their manager's biggest weakness is being a bad communicator according to the predictive index. Leaders who, whose words and actions are similar every time enable the team to not have to wonder or worry about how the leader is going to respond. Like with authenticity, leaders who speak in a constant and consistent way almost become predictable over time. The team comes to rely on the leader's predictability, which builds trust and reduces stress in the workplace. Okay. <clears throat> I want to ask you another question. You can write this in one, two, three sentences. How well are you doing? So this is one of your questions that you need to write down. How well are you doing when it comes to being a constant leader, when it comes to being a consistent leader? Are you dependable? Do people, when you say something, do they, do they believe he or she is going to get it done because you're constant and you are consistent? Number nine is this become a role model for followers. Although they may not realize that leaders are constantly being observed by followers. We've talked about that already. Team members watch to see how the leader responds to messages or events and model their own responses from what leaders do. So again, just be a good role model, right? Be a really good citizen. There's a great speech I heard one time. And the question was that we need to ask as leaders, anytime we're getting ready to make a decision, what would I do? So I would ask myself, I would say, well, what would JC do? And then I followed up with, Okay, now I know what JC would do, but what would a great leader do? Get ready to make a decision. What would JC do? Okay, write that out. 
Now, what would a great leader do in that same situation? Now, you can use that for those of you on the call, if, if your parents or if you're a partner or spouse, you can say, what would, you know, I'm a father, right? So what would a, you know, a good father do? Or what would JC do? Now, what would a great father do? What would you, if you're a mom out there, what would you do? Now, what would a great mother do? Same thing in your partnership, right? Your relationships you have, okay? Uh, be a great role model so that people can follow you and you never have to worry about them being worried about something that's going to happen or something that's going to you know come out or whatever. Always just in every aspect of life. I was on a, a train, one, no, not a train, I was on a plane. I was coming back from Sacramento, California, back to San Diego, I was on a flight. And I was sitting next to somebody who was like the chief of staff to one of the leading, um, I think, uh, leading state senators or whatever. And, uh, and I love politics. And so we just got into a fascinating conversation. It was a short trip from Sacramento to San Diego. Never forget one of the things that he told me. Uh, because at the time I was thinking about getting in, in, into politics. I wanted his, his advice. And I, I never forget what he said. He said, he said, JC, you may think that people are not watching you, but you got to understand this. People are always watching what you do. Always. Now, I don't know if he meant as a politician, but I don't think that was the key. <clears throat> I think he was saying right now, start right now with this mindset that at every moment of every day, <clears throat> pe pe people are watching me and they're watching how I act and they're making judgments on me based on how I act and everything I do. And so this idea of being a role model is very key. I always tell people, you know, this, do not sign up to be a manager, a leader, a business owner, whatever, because you think it sounds cool. This whole, this entrepreneur culture now, right? Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and they have no idea what it means. It's, it's not about the hustle. It's, not, it's about finding a great product, finding a great, and building a company around that product, around that ideal. Okay. That's the key. Uh, being a great leader means that you're going to set the example 24-7. If you can't do that, then leadership's not your thing or management's not your thing or building a great company's not your thing. Every successful person I know who's massively successful for the long term and doesn't embarrass themselves, doesn't embarrass their company, they are that kind of person. They are a role model personally, privately, publicly, in all the ways they need to be. They live with consistency in their life. They are integrity. Uh, they are people who are filled with integrity. Uh, number 10 is this, our, our 10th and final one, be fully present, be fully present. That's one of the qualities people want to see in their leaders. This one can be tough for leaders since they're often pulled in many directions at the same time. You know what I'm talking about. You've been there. Being present for team members mean that, means that the leader is fully focused on what the team members are saying, what they're doing, and the work itself. Leaders who are not present, those who are, appear distracted by other things and do not give team members their full attention, okay? Full attention. Be present with the people you lead. Now, the final question is this. Out of all the 10 that you just talked about, which ones or that we just we just read about? I know you had some questions to answer. I'm not going to repeat those questions because you got to go back and listen to those questions inside of the uh, podcast. Okay, you got to listen to it. You got to figure out where the questions are and answer those questions. But here's the final question I want to ask. Which one of these 10 resonated most with you? Which one of these 10 resonated most with you uh, in terms of maybe it's something you're trying to get better at? Maybe it's something you're really great at. and You're trying to get even even more better, if I can say it that way. Okay, so which one of these resonate with you? Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care.